Hello, everybody, and welcome back to What's Up with Ward, your favorite podcaster's podcast. I am your host, Wardy Ward, and I couldn't do this without my main man, Trey. Trey, what's going on, man? What's going on, Wardy Ward? You know how I do. Uh, of course, our girl, our girl Trouble J is on assignment. When will she come back? Who knows? Anyway, we'll, we'll catch her when we catch her. But uh, we still got a great show for him, don't we, Trey? Yes, we do, man. We got some hot topics fresh off the grill. Speaking of fresh food off. coming fresh off the grill, let's talk about what's going on with uh, Sweetie Pies down there in uh, where that? Uh, St. Louis. St. Louis, yeah. The good segue. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, what we have on this is, I've actually gone to Sweetie Pies. Have you been there before? You know, I, I've heard a lot about Sweetie Pies. I've seen it when they had their show on the air and everything right. was kind yep. of popping off for them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, uh, you know, I, I heard it's more more hype than, than what it actually really is. I heard it wasn't really that good, man. I'm not I'm not hating on them. I just heard it wasn't all that. You know what I'm saying? I, I actually went down there. So I, I uh-huh. have to agree with you. I, uh, they, they was on, a, on the own network with Oprah for seven years. That's a good run. But I went uh-huh. down there. I had to stand outside for an hour and a half in the hot sun. And I'm thinking, okay, well, I'm here. You know, I drove all this way. Let me just go on in. So I finally got through the door. They got a security guard at the door, you know, stopping people. Letting you two come in, three come in. Two. Then finally got into the next level. And I'm standing in another line, going around like a cafeteria line. Okay, cool. No problem. <laughs> so I get up there and get my food. And I said, it's not like you're in Indianapolis where you go to a soul food spot. You get two meats, two sides, you know, for like 12 hours. It was mm-hmm. like twelve dollars for for like a pork chop and two sides. I was like, "Well, okay, cool." Uh, I ordered my food, so let me get the fried pork chop. Let me get some candy yams, and I'll take a side of greens with hot water cornbread. That's okay. Mm-hmm. We ran out of uh, we ran out of pork chops, so just gotta have a seat. We bring your pork chop to you. I was like, "You ran out of pork chop?" I'm looking back at the line <laughs> down the street. I said, "Okay, no problem." And you was waiting for about an hour so right yeah so i've waited two and a half hours they've been out of pork chops for a minute yeah. if you've been waiting outside for it i was like dang <laughs> so i go over there i pay for my okay. food okay. i sit down and i waited 30 minutes for that now i don't know where they had to go get this pork chop at 30 minutes later the dude came down the aisle carrying the pork chop on with some tongs in the air and then, dude, you don't want a pork chop? Now, this time, I don't eat all my sides and drink my, my drink. <laughs> you um, think they would have brought you out some more sides to go yeah. with your pork chop? <laughs> I was like, and so I don't know if it was good or if I was hungry. I don't know. I ate the pork chop. But then, they, and this particular day, I went in. They invited a gospel group to come sing live at, while we was eating. Some dude just broke out screaming how he loved the Lord. I looked around. It was a full band over there, man. I was like, okay. <laughs> I did not come for all that. So you're my coming in over <laughs> on table number five, the hot star steppers. Right. I was like, well, dang. And they didn't even sound good. I was like, okay, but you know what? But um, I'm sorry, I, I got off track. Let me go back to what's happening there. Uh, Miss Reby, I guess she's the owner of the uh-huh. shop. Her, right, her right. son, James Tim Norman, they called him Tim though. He had uh, mm-hmm. served time in jail for armed robbery when he was a teenager, but he had been out. I guess he was doing good. Apparently, mm-hmm. he was trying to uh, have his nephew uh, Andre murdered because he took out a four hundred twenty thousand dollar life, or maybe four fifty. I'm sure. I'm not sure. It's four, over four hundred thousand dollar life insurance policy on him two years prior to this. Come to find out, he hooked up with this lady named uh, 
Tarika Ellis. She was a stripper or a dancer, I guess. I don't know what mm. the technical term is now. They bought these burner phones and they talking back and forth. And after he got killed, yeah. they, they finally linked it up, man, and figured out that old boy tried to kill his, uh, well, actually, he did. Have it's, his, uh, it's that's crazy. For for four hundred wow. something thousand dollars. But my thing is this: how you be on the own network for seven years and you still struggling? Uh, that's a good question. Yeah, uh, sound like some sound like there's definitely some some issues going on there. I mean, why? Hey, why would you do that to your own nephew? You Man. know, I mean, yeah. I, and and B, why would you not think that that link up was going to come back to you? Right, you know. I think he they thought he was gotten away with it because he had the burner phones and stuff. <laughs> uh huh. Yeah, but that's just crazy. Wow, man. that's crazy. Wow. I guess then then you take out the life insurance part just for just him, and I felt bad because nobody wants to die like that anyway. But that he had moved in with his grandmother because where he was at, he wasn't doing too good. So I guess the little boy's mm-hmm. getting his life together. He graduated from high school and it was all happy and. And then, then they showed the, the Tim and his, his mother walking to the spot we got killed and news conference. He was standing up there looking all sad stuff. I was like, wow. That was Man, he played it to the he played that to the limit on that one then. Yeah. So man. he was and then and then got paid off of it. Well, I don't know if man. he ever collected the money. They said he kept trying to collect the money. I don't know if they ever gave it to him. I think they alerted the authorities, hey, what's something's going on? This something don't seem right. He put out this much money and dude got killed. I mean, was he even the the primary caretaker for to even be the beneficiary of having that type of that type of payout? I mean, that's, that's a good question. Where, 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 was was he involved with raising his nephew? Was was it the grandmother? Or I mean, where where was his parents at? You know what I'm saying? Right. I that's mean, I don't, I don't know the details behind that, but needless to say, uh, yeah, when when you have a, an extended family member who's trying to be a beneficiary on a life insurance policy, that someone who's really recently died yeah the state insurance the state insurance uh commissions for every 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 state they, they monitor that stuff real closely like oh, yeah yeah it's like you the second cousin twice removed right. from your your brother's uncle's sister's niece right and you want to get you want to be the, the get a payout of how much yeah yeah because that, yeah, that that, that, they're, they're all, kind of all kind of red flags yeah well wow. you, you know like i said if you I, I don't know if he actually did. This is all alleged. So, but if mm-hmm. he did do it, I know sometimes when people go to jail, they get together with other people who are in jail and they they figure out what what they could have went wrong or what they should have did differently to get away with the crime. So maybe he, he thought he could do it, you know? Because mm-hmm. yeah, but you you know how it is. It's what's done in the dark comes to light. So, well, if he, if that were the case and he's trying to be the beneficiary now, any anything that was. Now he's torn at the fabric of that family now, you know? I mean, of his own family. Yeah, so, I mean, they got to feel like, man. Wow, that's that's beyond deep. Yeah. I, I, I thought you said we were going to start off with something kind of light, man. <laughs> it was light, but deep. You know what? Let, let's go to something that makes better. You know, let's, 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 let's have this five minutes of Trump. Let's just do it, man. Let's talk about five it. Five minutes of your boy, huh? Yeah. Your what's, boy. <laughs> what's going on with 45? What's he up to now, man? Man, you know the latest is that push pull now seems to be with the uh, with the postal service being being that the whole thing of uh, you know is are they going to be able to use this as a, as a as a means to have uh, service limited well in advance of that infamous date of November third election day? Yeah, you know the whole idea is you know 
you got the COVID situation and now you have on top of it now individuals want to use mail-in voting which you know the president 45 he's not a fan of that he you know he, the more people have who votes has the chance of in his opinion you know having you know election fraud related to it to to this whole bailing process i'm not for or against it but we see where he's coming from right yeah but yeah, you I'm got just... other you got the other spectrum right that's out there saying hey look we got to have this process in place to protect the general public and now that you're trying to dismantle the system that allows those votes to be calculated or even brought to you know to the you know to the the proper authorities for 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 the election boards for for tallying you got to slow down that whole process by taking out the mail sorting machines you know and right. so now the post service is caught in the middle and so yeah. you know the the postmaster general he he's at that on that post and serves at the pleasure of the president so he's going to do what his boss tells him to do right so congress if you didn't know the, the latest news this breaking news <laughs> per nbc news guess what what I, They've what just passed in the House, the Democrat-led House. I'll let you know add that to there. Wait for it. Drum roll: twenty-five billion with billion. a B. Billion. Twenty-five billion dollars. Twenty-five billion dollars to help money. the U.S. Postal Service, which, by the way, has never really been profitable <laughs> because it runs at the service of the of the u.s so right you think yeah. of the overhead systems that are needed to maintain mm-hmm. a national postal service and you know so many times you know they've got products that the uh the postal workers want to ensure everything every piece of mail gets delivered you know that they've always said over the years neither rain or sleet or dark or night will stop us from doing our job mm-hmm. well guess what none of those things are stopping you it's your boss, the federal government. <laughs> right. <laughs> you from doing your job. They take it out the mail sorting machines. A lot of the agencies or a lot of the unions are upset about that whole process. Yeah. Um, I heard some on some different sources where those sorting machines, you know, can process thousands of pieces of letters, you know, daily. And that's just at one sorting facility, you know. Oh, yeah. And yeah. they dismantle them saying that, you know, they're going to be, you know, redistributed. And you go back out there, you know, same machines are sitting in warehouses or they're sitting out in the elements and they can't mm-hmm. be time to get them back up and running again. And so now it's like, you know, as we said previously, you got that push pull where people are saying, you know, there's going to be instances of mail fraud. Other folks are saying we got to have uh, options for voting to ensure that people are protected from COVID-19 because it hasn't been addressed. And so push right. pull, push pull. Here we go again. And guess what's caught in the middle? The general population, yet again. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> again. Well, I got two comments on that. Number one, I used to work in the uh, post office when I when I was in college. I worked there. It's called the Casual. I did that for mm-hmm. three summers. And one thing I know is that uh, the post office makes all their money from basically stamps. That's what they make their money. They don't mm-hmm. get any money from the government per se. Mm-hmm. So I find it interesting. But they they could use some new equipment. But when I was there, they had a lot of machines that. Uh, they moved a lot of mail quickly, but around the holidays, they would purposely slow the mail down. I've seen them do it, and they would say, well, it's Christmas time. It's busy. It's doing things like that. So this doesn't surprise me, but what bothers me, as you said, we're coming from a neutral perspective. It affects mm-hmm. us in the sense that I, I currently, my other job, I work as an insurance agent. Mm-hmm. In the insurance industry, some of the medicines that we send out to our, our, our members goes through the mail. 
So oh, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. If you're delaying that mail, then this is affecting them. So this is and not only that, you got you got individuals who are cotton on on checks yeah. and other benefits and things to be circulated through the mail. I mean, don't get me wrong. I, lo- I love my penny saver magazine. It was like, give me some coupons. <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> but there are people out there who who are waiting for medications and and other benefits and things of that nature to get those things taken care of. And it's like, OK. Here again, general population is kind of stuck in the middle where, you know, individuals, regardless of, you know, what, you know, leanings they have, whether they're liberal or, or moderate or conservative, whether they're Republican, whether they're, you know, independents, or whether they're uh, Democrats. Hey, we all rely on the mail for one thing or another. Right. Hey, don't get me wrong. You can hold up all the all the energy bills you want. Right. Yeah, they you get know, that on time. <laughs> Go ahead, go ahead and hold up, you know, hold off, you know, sending me the water bill right away. Hold off right, sending me yeah. the gas light bill, you know, but you yeah. still get those things electronically. So, like, exactly. they yeah, no excuse for that, you know. Yeah. <laughs> so, that's just one of those things, you know, you know, Absolutely. five minutes of Trump, and you yeah. know, we, we're looking at the situation of hey. It's it's a real deal, you know. People are talking about mail fraud. People are talking about trying to protect the junior population. It's push pull, man. Push pull. That's what it yeah. is. Well, you know, I, I, like I said, I don't even get why people are even thinking this. I, I know it's just really forty five saying that so he can mm-hmm. increase his chances of winning because mail fraud is less likely to happen because if you mail in uh, a ballot, I can count mm-hmm. that it's right there. I can see it. If if I'm doing something electronically. You got more chances mm-hmm. of this being lost, broken, stolen, mm-hmm. not everything. But if it's mail, it's right there. So why, right. why wouldn't you? Why do you? Why do you need to take all these steps if you you good at whatever you're doing? Just just let people do what they do and quit affecting us. You know? Yeah, yeah. And I think part of it too. You know, you think about the, the ways you can can you know participate in that process, whether it's in person, whether it's mail in, absentee, whatever you got to do. You know, those things are, are, are op- options for individuals who, who want to, you know, make sure that they're they're taken care of. Right. Um, but the other part of it, too, is, you know, at the end of the day, what what is the real solution to these problems? You know, you know, regardless of where you're coming from, man, the problem is, is bigger than us. That's for sure. <laughs> it's oh, gonna absolutely. Take someone, yeah. Someone is going to take more than us to get it resolved. That's for sure. Right. Because it, it's really just crazy. That they're allowing people to. Uh, go through all of these extremes because if this wasn't election year, this wouldn't even be an issue, would it? Mm-hmm. It wouldn't even be an issue. So that's what I'm saying. You're just people going through that. So that's just the frustration that people are having for. I know people exactly, are exactly. People, they've been doing mail-in ballots for years. People overseas and the service, all that. It hasn't been mm-hmm. a problem then. So how's it a problem now? But yeah, the rules are changing, man. <laughs> uh, oh, absolutely. What, what? What? Look at this. Since we're on this five minutes of Trump. Isn't he the same person that told people to go out and drink Lysol and they could uh, cure themselves with uh, COVID? I mean, how, how, he didn't I mean, say. Okay, on behalf of what's up with war, this organization did not say specifically <laughs> a branding of any particular disinfectant by way of Lysol or Clorox. Right. So <laughs> you can put that disclaimer out there for right. the benefit of your population. Thank you, and now back hey. to your program yeah we had to say a blurb yeah so i mean it's just saying it's just the guy's kind of saying some stuff that's kind of out there and, and and speaking of him what's up with this guy in tiktok he he's going after tiktok i mean you no, you can't really ban an app i've researched that you you can't ban an app 
So what's wrong with Tech? Well, you know, it's it's all about now for him. So the idea, he's always had this issue with with China. You know, the TikTok's parent company is based out of China, and China is state run. So there, there is no capitalism. It's state run. Mm -hmm. Uh, It's kind of so. Guess what? You know, he's like, oh, it's China this and China that. Well, you know what? As part a derivative of China, he is trying to do everything in his power to to mitigate their power right. in the U.S. You know, granted, you know there could be instances. And let's let's be honest. You've got a lot of different apps that are out there that are collecting data on individuals and users and Absolutely. putting it in the cloud. We don't know where it's going. Right. You know, you remember, you know how how long ago? What this time last year, people were. You know, all up in arms about the 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 old the old person app where it made your face look old. You know, that yeah, was a company that yeah. was born, and so they're like, "Hey, where's our information going? We upload our, our our image, we upload our name, our email address, you know, our contact information. You know, you get little tidbits of information from one person from one source, and you mm-hmm. get it from another source, and you can get all kind of information on. Well, did you know that Ward had?" Picked his nose in third grade, and his right. teacher talked to him about it, and he didn't care, and he still wiped it on Sally Jane's pants. I told you, you know, to talk about that. <laughs> I'm sorry, hypothetically, right? Yeah, allegedly, <laughs> it is. But yeah, you're right. Uh, they they can collect uh, extensive data on people because right now uh, we have about a hundred million users using TikTok, and it's very popular mm-hmm. among young people. But if I just I guess I didn't think you can blackmail a kid with it. I, I don't know what you really can do because you have it. I, I guess, like you said, it, it's, it must be a different agenda because. Well, it's crazy. Well, here's, here's, here's my personal experience. I was just out looking on the Internet, looking at various types of, uh, you know, uh, ready-made foods for like, you know, in case there's ever an emergency. So you have, you know, some surplus standby food in case, you know, you know food reserves get kind of crazy. Yeah. So I went to the website, you know, and my phone popped up and said, hey, this particular company would like to know your location. So I was like, nah, I'm not, you're not knowing my location. Right. Do you not know? Wait for it. Do you not know? I go back into Facebook and that same company is still up in my Facebook feed just like that. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Wait. How? And here's the thing. I, it was literally no more than two minutes later. I closed down that page, go over to Facebook, and bam, it's right there in my yeah, newsfeed. You're right. That yeah. exact same company. Coincidence? Coincidence? Hmm, interesting. Now, yeah. could, that, could so, that be from the, from the cookies, though? Is that what that <laughs> Huh? Is that from the cookies? Is that is that where they're getting that information? I don't know, man. Because I again, I, they want to know your location, so they can say, "Hey, where where this where did this person look for our information from?" And that type of thing, man. I, I don't I don't allow because you know I'm I'm just out here looking. I'm not making any commitments to nobody on uh-huh. anything like that just yet. And man, they came up in my newsfeed like, "Hey, we, here's some food that you may want to purchase." Right, you know how yeah. that comes up there. Yep. Like, and the same thing happened with lawn service, man. I was looking to get some things taken care of for the lawn. And do you not know that same company popped up and they, they're competitors too? I was like, wow. this is crazy. Yeah, maybe we this should, is uh, crazy. Maybe we should type in there how to make a million dollars overnight and see what happens. <laughs> like, oh, look at this. There it is. You, you know, it don't work like that. Uh huh. Exactly. Yeah, but yeah, you are right. They, they do pop up on your feed and stuff like that real quick. I, I noticed that. And most of the time mm-hmm. I don't think about it because I was like, okay, I'm looking at some garden tool and then something boom pop up. I said, oh man, exactly. Get you on me thinking. 
So you right. I think in in a way it's brilliant because the manufacturers or or the people who are selling you stuff are able to target a specific audience without having to send all this to everybody else. So somehow the internet got that hooked up where okay, when this goes here, then I see that, then I target him, and I'm more likely to sell it to him than I am just somebody at random. I think that's genius, but mm-hmm. it's also an invasion of your privacy too. Yeah, so maybe, maybe, hey, you know what? I'm not saying right or wrong, but maybe 45 is on to something on some of these things, man. Because if it's happened domestically, you know it's going to happen internationally, too. That's yeah. all I'm saying. Yeah, I, I don't man. know if he's on to it or, if it, like you said, if it's his own agenda that's coincidental to, to what's happening. <laughs> I'm leaning more that way because, like, yeah, it, uh, it, it seems suspected. That's all I'm saying. Right, because go back to the Lysol comment. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> Again. <laughs> yeah, that's all I'm saying. Again, man, we can't be using the brand. Just say disinfectant, brother. Disinfectant. Oh, yeah, yeah. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Disinfectant. Did, did, I there you he, go. I thought he used that term. Did he? I gotta go back and research that. Oh, I don't know. Uh, we got to go back and look at what he said. You know, look at his latest tweet on, on disinfectants and, right. you know, some type of way of cleansing the body using UV lights. Yeah, but so, you know, yeah. uh, but the company, Lysol Company, sent a representative out to make a statement telling people because after eight people literally died from it, they said, please mm. do not do this. This is not <laughs> what it's <laughs> for. Our product will kill you. <laughs> right. And they were looking like, like really? I don't know who told y'all this, but uh, we're going to have to have y'all not do that. Regardless of who told you, I ain't saying who told you, but come on, man. Yeah, had a black we do one. we do not endorse drinking our product. Yeah, straight or over the box. Right, not for people. Like, but you know, they should have that one black dude come out, twist the lips up, turn here, and then show the lights off, and then somebody about to uh-huh. stop, twist his head, and then commercial go off. That's a, that's a get a brother like that. People, and that that'll send out message to all the black people. We know what that means. Oh, okay, no, no, I ain't doing that. We're good. I mean, you know, it's been a minute since we've seen, you know, the, the sister doing the pine saw commercial. Maybe right. you should come out and say, y'all, don't, yeah. don't be drinking that. Don't right. be drinking the pine saw. Yeah, come, don't, don't make me have to, you know, or get her in the Popeye <laughs> chicken lady. But, uh, uh-huh. but <laughs> anyway, let's just go on and talk about uh, what else is going on here. Something else that I found interesting was uh, the debate over to wear or not to wear these masks. People are still mm-hmm. tripping on these masks. I mean, I get it. It's it's been proof that saying that some masks work better than others, some don't work. Even if you wear mm-hmm. the ninety five masks that they use in the hospital, if that's not fitted right, you still can get COVID. So that's true. It's have, true. You have to be careful of them. I just want to give you a quote that this one lady said in Florida. She came to a public meeting in Palm Beach and she was pretty upset about it, about wearing a mask. Mm-hmm. And I quote, she said this, I don't wear a mask for the same reason I don't wear underwear. Things gotta breathe. That's what she said. <laughs> I said, okay, all right then. So She's a straight commando. <laughs> yeah, she was like, hey. So I'm like, but you know, uh, it's things, no. you, you, you gotta be realistic because COVID is very real. I think a lot of people think it's not real or, or they know it's man-made. But they think I can order. You seen these these parties they be having the uh, what you call it, the bowling party, the pool party, the beach party, the, uh, the yeah. COVID party. You know. Yeah, those that's that's where we need to have st- uh, Thanos just come in and snap his fingers and just take care, take out a few folks. Right. Uh, you go if you purposely go to a party where who's where someone's infected with this highly contagious disease, even right. if you're asymptomatic and you leave feeling great, you take it home to someone else who is. You know, got a weakened immune system. 
Right. Again, I'm not a medical expert, but the whole idea is, you know, you butterfly flaps his wings and there's a tsunami in out of Wu-Tang, China. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. That's crazy, man. So, you know, I'm... I wear the I, I personally wear the mask when when I'm around people, but if, I, if I'm by myself, you know, hey, you know, if I cough on myself, then then so be it, you know, I'll be alright. But so you got to think about you know other folks too, you know. Well, I don't know. It's just one of those things where you know, granted, it's you know where where we reside is the mandate is if you're indoors and you run other people, you got to wear the mask in public places. So not you know, necessarily. Well, uh, it, it goes like this. Well, okay. Well, well, it's like this. When the, I blame leadership for this, first of all, because they gave mixed signals. The mask is only for certain people. If you're sick, if you're not sick, if you if you got to be around people, if you're this age, if you're that, they gave all those mixed signals. But then this is why I say it doesn't work uh, for everybody because now you can go out to a restaurant. You got to wear the face mask while you're walking in the restaurant. But then when you sit mm-hmm. down, you can take the mask off and eat your food. But when you stand up, you got to put the mask back on. So, yeah, yeah. What, so how, what are we doing? What are we saying here? It's Should it's it's definitely missed signals, and you know the I, I, that's exact reason why, you know, I was a member of the judgment free zone. But however, <laughs> due to COVID nineteen, <laughs> you know, they got the man in place. When you you know when you walk in, you got to have it on. When you're working out, you have it head on. Then they took off the mandate. Hey. You don't have to have it on when you're working out, but you know what? You're breathing in the same sweaty air as everybody else. Right. You sitting in that, you sitting in the environment with everybody else. Guess what? Yeah, it's there. It's there if it's there. And so, you know, the the mixing was I I will co sign on that part of it, man. You know, uh but you got well, you got to think about folks who 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 are may have a, a weakened immune system. If you if you breathe it in and you give it to somebody else, you know that's 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 a reality that we're dealing with right now. You know, yeah, it's it's I, I'm just so con, contorted by the these mixed signals because first they say uh, you got to stand six feet apart. First I think it was three feet, then it's six feet, but whatever. But this, mm-hmm. it's like I got a, a friend of mine. He um, he recently told me he had COVID. I didn't know he. I didn't know he was sick. I didn't know he had it. He said, "Yeah, I got it. I have it real bad." He said, "I wore my mask mm-hmm. and stuff every day." He said, "What happened to me is I must have touched something because most people touch their face like fifty times a day." He said, "I must have touched mm-hmm. this here, here, and there." And so when you take your mask off, and a lot of people are not cleaning their mask, and they wear the same mask every day anyway. And those little mm-hmm. those little thin ones they break down after thirty minutes anyway. So mm-hmm. nobody's telling people. Hey, this is how you can't. The best thing you really can do is probably go out when you only have to. Uh, I guess wash, get a re- reusable mask, wash that as often as possible, wash mm-hmm. your hands regularly, and uh, stop going to pool parties and stuff like that. I mean, that'd be the main thing. Yeah, I mean, if you think about it, you know, back in the day when when folks had had colds, you know, or sickness, you know, you you stayed home till you were feeling better. You didn't go around places where people were sick. Um, and no, it's just one of those things where you know, and people wash their hands and they 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 took care of themselves and they do what they need to do. Mm-hmm. Now, I'm not saying that people have have gone back from the basics, but let's let's think about it. You got social norms of what people are doing right now, and you got common sense, right? <laughs> and so often that that balance between the two 
is okay so what makes sense in this particular situation and don't let the social norms dictate what you're supposed to do but you got to do what common sense tells you to do in your head you know what i'm saying it's like okay look you got this large crowd of people and you hear people coughing and sneezing and laughing and, and yucking it up and doing yeah, you know what? There's a good chance. You know, the more people that are around, the likelihood of being around that 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 someone who is symptomatic or asymptomatic increases. Right. And not saying you gotta live as a hermit, but man, you hey, you put yourself at risk, you increase your risk. That's all I'm saying. Right. right. So well, well you said common sense. When when it comes to common sense, I find it oftentimes it's like deodorant. The people who need it most seldom use it. So mm-hmm. they, they can mm-hmm. see the situation, but they're still going to proceed in because, like I said, denial is a strong factor because in this society we live in now, a lot of people tend to be uh, imitative. They do what they see others doing. So if you see your leadership not wearing masks, telling you you don't have to do it, then you know that people are going to like, I ain't wearing anything. Why I got to do it? Then they tell you, well, you don't have to wear a mask if you're not going to come within six feet of people. Then you do have to wear your mask. It's your right not to wear mm-hmm. a mask. I'm like, if people really felt that way about it, the Ku Klux Klan would have been out of business a long time ago because they wore all the hoods and stuff. And But now, people are like, <laughs> I can't do it. I can't do it. Well, we, we you know, we live in a world of, uh, we, we live on this planet with people who believe the earth is still flat. And these same folks are probably drinking Lysol. So, you know. <laughs> well, we know eight of them did. These eight of them did drink it. But, and the others are still. How did they get the eight people dying off it anyway? How did that kid just stop with one? The second one is like, well, it won't kill me. The third one, well, it won't kill me. The fourth one, it probably won't kill me. The sixth, at some point, somebody said, dude, really? I think that's when they be the commercial. Wait, we got to just put a commercial uh, out there. This is going Well, you know, that's, that's why they always have the commercials. Eight out of ten people. Exactly. <laughs> eight out of people realize drinking, drinking disinfecting is not the move. Uh, yeah, that's not your power move right there. Let's just go ahead and keep it moving off of that one. Then. <laughs> yeah. And, and I'm thinking about it, too. I said, why don't they just take massive Lysol, I mean, uh, disinfectant, and spray the streets at night? <laughs> just spray the city streets at night. Remember they make everybody go in a 10 sometimes? Just spray the whole city at night. Uh-huh. Why not do that? Wouldn't that kind of help uh-huh. out? Hey man, I, I'm telling you, I, you know, I got this idea. Now I hope no one. Well, we we hope all our listeners who are listening to the podcast greatly enjoy the wealth of knowledge that we share. <laughs> but think of it this way, you know, like being out in Phoenix, you know, in in the summertime, they got these nice misters that mist water as you're walking yes. down the street to keep people. You know, what if they had that same type of mister that had? I'm not going to say Lysol, but disinfectant, right? <laughs> that people could just kind of walk through and be you know decovated right is that if, if that's an actual Deco- word now we're going to yeah decovated yeah decovated <laughs> uh 20 yeah the 20s so you know yeah. i'm putting it out there right now if you come up with a, a disinfectant machine that that comes out in the aerosol spray form you know what i've already got it marked i've already got my plans right. in place yeah. so don't even come to me sideways with it folks well they got those already they, they got those at the fair they always have at the county fairs anyway those messes they, they're everywhere so you're right they could man be. have you seen the county fairs half the time they, they're the ones that need to be going ahead and drinking the lysol man, man. come on now wow you know, I understand. How, how are homeless people dealing with? It? How come they're not being rushed to the hospital with COVID? They they living their life, and and also if you if everybody gets rid of this thing and you don't give them a cure, which I probably wouldn't take, but won't it just come? Won't, won't it come back again? Because the homeless people are like, well, you know, yeah. 
you know, you, your buddy uh, Putin across the pond over there. They say they said he's got a cure that he's already been working on for a minute. So, right, of course, tell you we're going we're going to let a whole bunch of folks in other parts of the world go through that process, get tested, because you know what? I believe at one point Will Smith had a movie once where people took a, a cure and everyone got zombified. So <laughs> I'm gonna hold off for a minute. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> I'm gonna take. My meal already eats in, in supply that we talked about that popped up on my Facebook page. I'm going to wait a few minutes, yeah. let everybody do what they got to <laughs> let them run its course, yeah. and then come back out. Oh, is, 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 are we done yet? Right. Are we still are we, are we wearing masks, or are, are we done yet? Right. Are we finished, <laughs> or are we done yet? But, uh, are, we de- are we finished? You better put some respect on my name. Put some respect on that mask. <laughs> But uh, there, uh, there was a, a movie actually out a while ago that talked about this chemical warfare they released in the air and they, it was, the government did it and they had a cure and they was trying to create fear and all that. They took it off all social media. All They got rid of that movie. They won't show it no more. It was interesting. It was exactly what's happening now. I find that coincidental. Uh. <laughs> interesting. But uh, it's kind of crazy. Okay. What do you say? But, uh, okay. Hmm. But speaking of, interest. speaking of crazy... Guess what we oh, here about. it comes. Guess what we're going to talk about. Oh, uh, your yeah, yeah, boy. Your yeah, boy. Kanye, <laughs> you don't know. Kanye yeah, West. Boy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Easy. He, he, he's, he's been doing a lot of stuff, man. The dude obviously has mental illness, but, you know, without getting too deep in it, um, it was a while, it was a time period where Kanye came out and he was very vocal against uh, the powers that be and said that uh, certain people don't like black people. They don't care about us. I think it was during the time of the floods of the uh, New Orleans. He said that. And mm-hmm. if you remember shortly after that, he said that his mom died. It was suddenly out the blue. And ever since then, he hasn't had that same viewpoint anymore. He's been very pro uh, the opposite direction. I just find that interesting. Mm. So I don't think he's crazy. I don't think he's crazy as everybody thinks he is. Hmm. Do you think that he has been influenced by <laughs> external forces oh, that yeah. are telling him what to do? Oh, they definitely tell him what to do because, <laughs> I mean, all the stuff he said, he made a comment and said Harriet Tubman didn't really free black people. She just took them to other plantations and work. He said stuff like that and he said that mm. slavery was a choice. But you notice he never says anything about people of, of, of their cultures. He never says, he only talks about black people. I find that so interesting that he says all that now. Maybe it's just coincidental. Who knows? Perhaps we should have some illumination on this issue. Hmm? <laughs> yeah, it, it's a lumifying of, yeah. <laughs> of what's happening. But I know he's done a 360. And I'm just going to say, hey, everybody changes. Every seven years, we're not the same person we were. So I'll just say. Yeah, true. Yeah. Ways to reinvent yourself, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah he's, true that. He's definitely yeah. staying relevant. He has new friends now. And, you know, like, so he's hanging out with different people. He, he likes wearing colorful red hats and things. So who knows what's going on with him? <laughs> who knows what's going on with him? Well, you know, his wife's going to law school trying to be a lawyer. So that, that talk about flipping the script. But that's a whole other issue. Sure. Okay. Did, she, did his wife graduate from college? Oh, well, she's she's trying to study for the bar, so you know you can't study for the bar without having at least some form of college education in California. So yeah, because let's let's just let's just say that she's got the prerequisite. And let's be honest, her you know she her her father's no dummy. You know he was a lawyer. Right. You know during the old case and all that stuff like that. You know so 
No, maybe she just want to follow in his footsteps and, and be an advocate for individuals who can't don't have their own voice. You know, we'll we'll call it that. How about that? Well, uh, quick search the internet said according to reality TV star, uh, she's studying a criminal law. She studied criminal mm-hmm. law with intention to take the bar exam by 2022. She's doing this through a four-year mm-hmm. apprentice with the San Francisco law firm, which seems almost impossible when you're running a major company and taping a reality show most of the year. Interesting. So yeah, a, well maybe she's taking some of her classes online. Yeah, due to COVID nineteen. Right. Yeah. Yeah, that's interesting. <laughs> I, I don't think I don't think any of them went to. Uh, uh, I think Courtney graduated from Arizona with a bachelor's degree in theater of arts, but nobody else from uh, well, Kardashian has a degree. Well, you know, when you have money, you could perhaps buy your way into the school of your choice. Yeah, yeah. Here they they definitely said she does not have a, a undergrad degree, so. I don't know huh. how she's going to do this. I'm, I perhaps you know she's got access to money and resources <laughs> like so many of the families in California have done to get you know their children into the school of their choice. Ooh, we gonna, but I'm just wondering. We're going to talk about that. that. We got definitely going to talk about that. Oh, really? Yeah, let, tell me more. Let's segue into that right now. Uh, <laughs> okay. What was that girl? What was the lady's name? What was she? A uh, Lori Loughlin, I believe it was. Uh, Loughlin. Yeah, yes. yeah, yeah. She was she played Becky on Full House. Full House. She's going to a different Full House. Yeah. Well, I don't know what the what gonna do. I bet she won't be yeah. she won't be in the maximum security. I don't know what she's gonna do. Uh, she, she's going probably to like the Martha Stewart Express, yeah. you know, something like that. Yeah, halfway, one of them little camps or something. Because I think she's rich and she got to do two months in jail. And her husband, uh, he was a famous fashion designer. He got five months, mm-hmm. and then they got to do community service and all this other stuff. So I'm like, mm, I think well, maybe, maybe with him being in the fashion industry, maybe he want to go to jail. Maybe <laughs> oh, I'm not touching that one. I'm not touching that one. I'm not touching that one. But, uh, but I said, I'm just. I'm just saying, perhaps in the fashion industry, yeah. you know, hey, hey, you never the, know the motivation <laughs> for some more ideas. Yeah, for yeah, he needs some. Yeah. That's all. He's gonna reinvent himself in has, another way. But has more, has more times for drawings and rendering. That's all I'm saying. In solitary confinement, right? That's all I'm saying. He when when he gets out, he's got to do uh, two years of uh, supervised release from his sentence, two hundred fifty hours community service, okay, and pay two hundred fifty thousand. And she's got to pay 150000 100 hours of community service. But here's the thing. Well, how much should they pay to get their daughter in school, though? That's, that's, the, that's what I was going to tell you. They had to pay $500,000 <laughs> to the hookup to get their daughter in USC. I'm like, exactly. That don't make, if you rich. Man, for 500000 Yeah, I'm like, you're going <laughs> to. Well, I don't get it. I don't, I don't understand. How are you rich, worried about your kid getting a degree? You don't need a degree to run a business, you need a degree to work at the business. So exactly, it, you can start five hundred thousand. You can start your own you business. You can start so many different Talk businesses. About your own money. I mean, they thought maybe they thought they could buy their way. Their money and influence could do anything they wanted, get what they needed done, and that's where they got in trouble. I, no? I think what it is is they've seen their friends do it, and it's probably been going off years, and they just got caught. It's like Mike Vick and the dog fight thing, which I don't think he really did. Mm-hmm. That's been going on since slave time. They used to fight chickens. Man, that ain't a new. Exactly. There's, there's, there's. You know, he's hype. We won't even go down that path of, 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 you know, celebrities getting caught up in stuff. You know, and that that people have been doing for years. Right. Yeah. You know, and it's not in the backwoods it. Not doing. It. Yeah. Exactly. Hundred percent. Not co-signing on at all because I'm, I'm a dog lover as well. Right. Me too. 
and it's, it's abusive animals. You can't you can't do those things. Well, not in I'm America. Just saying that. Not in America, because over overseas, <laughs> eating a dog is a delicacy, and they they won't. Hey. Certain other cultures won't eat a cow. But you give me a good T-bone mm. steak, I got to do what I got to do. So yeah, I heard that. So I think I it's just where that. you are, your geographic location, which determine what's what's co- cool or what's not cool. You know. You know, so just north of the border in certain countries, north of the border, you know, in a certain pro- uh, province, <coughs> Quebec, you know, <laughs> yeah. they have a delicacy that has four legs and has a mane that we would never eat down here. I'm just saying, you know. Come on, they eat lion uh, uh, that's, a, that's, a, that's a horse of a different color, brother. Literally. <laughs> Literally. Literally. Yeah, Mr. Ed would have walking back down here with three legs if you ain't careful in the wrong providence. I'm just saying. But again, that goes back to where you live. Right. Yeah. What's the what's the accepted norms? So going spinning that back to you know highly weird as we've talked about in previous yes, episodes. Yes, have gone back and use their money, power, and influence to do whatever they wanted to do to get whatever they want done. To benefit themselves or their family. So somebody got caught up and she got caught in the dragnet. Her and her husband paid 500 stacks to someone to get their daughter onto a, into a rowing team that she has never done in her life. Wow. They could have. Yeah. But, but here's the thing I think that it wasn't a problem with the 500,000. I think somebody wanted more than 500,000 and she probably wouldn't give it to them. So somebody was like, because okay. uh, I mean, why, why now? Why is that happening now? Because I mean, it's a lot of people who got to get, get degrees. And you're like, how did he get a degree? And we know why. Because mm. they have money talk. Mm. And I just don't, mm-hmm. I guess I, for me personally, I struggle with people having all this. Look, like Eddie Murphy, he's probably worth, what, 100 mil? He doesn't have a college degree. He didn't try to go get one. Mm. Uh, Bill Cosby, who worked 400 million, he's sitting in jail. I don't understand how that happened. Mm-hmm. But I'm just saying, you mm-hmm. do. If I got money, the purpose of going to college is to get a good job so you can make more money. So if I got money, mm-hmm. I think I can skip this step. That's just me. Maybe it's, <laughs> maybe I'm missing the big picture here. <laughs> I mean, uh, I think you know. I think you took one of those nice LeBron steps that you know to kind of go past that. Yeah. You see, did he? Did he actually go to, to college? No, uh, I think he bypassed that. Wasn't even trying to. Yeah, and he he ain't gonna go. I think society tells us, you know, you gotta have this education. You and I both graduated from college, but I think mm-hmm. I think for me the thing that I've learned more in life was life lessons that I learned on my yes. own. Rather than school. Yes. School just says you can sit down for four years and listen and and, and turn in papers. They don't teach you because mm-hmm. it's too many exactly. It's too many idiots with a degree. We need master's degrees. Mm-hmm. I mean, so. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I guess that's just people gotta do what they gotta do, man. Yeah, and then she'll she'll uh, and she'll do what she had to do for two months of, in in jail, you know. And her husband would do five months for what he got to do in jail, and meanwhile her daughter is living her best life by herself. Right? I guess you know they're gonna let them go probably separate. They they she probably do her two months. Oh yeah. Come. But my man, what is two months oh, gonna do? What, you know that was a lawyer because if they really want to have, I know a lady who uh, oh, I'm sorry, no other lady who uh, lied on her school application for high school so her daughter could go to a better high school. They, mm-hmm. they gave her, what, like uh, 30, 30, 30 years or 30 months in jail? Three years? Something like that. That's, that's something crazy. Yeah, that was a high yeah, school. Yeah, I heard about that. Yeah, that was a high school. Uh-huh. So Just like, to get to a better school. So she, and, and, and here's the thing. Her, her kid wasn't a bad student. Right. Well, it had nothing to do with that. It was, you know, you falsified your address so your kid could go to a better school. Yeah. And so guess what? Now, now, 
her mother's got a record, yeah, but doesn't have access to, to the to the to the prestige and the money and 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 being able to help her her daughter out. You know, it's, it may make it not even tougher for her daughter because you know of the the inaccuracies or the inequities on not only her her address, but now you got this potential, you know, ding on on your on your profile of. No, tell me about your parents. What have they done? What have you done right. to to validate why you're here? You know, uh, Lori Laughlin's daughter. Hey, her parents did this. They made this profile for her. Spent five hundred stacks to get her into USC. Made a whole profile alleging that she's a rower and on the rowing team <laughs> and all these other things. You know they didn't. And do you that. know what? You know they didn't. Yes, that. they did. I mean, so oh, they just paid oh, somebody. They, hey, write they, this they, up they, for me. Exactly. And they paid some serious money to get this taken care of. For real, for real, man. For real, for real. Somebody. Profile and everything. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. So, so who, where, who, where's the bigger wrong? You know. Well, I, 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 don't, I, I have such mixed emotions on it because think about it, you can go to college and you can cheat anyway. Because uh, now this again, this is alleged. The great uh, Doctor Shaquille O'Neal. You know he's a doctor, right? You know he got a PhD. No. Oh, yeah. Yes, yes, I've heard he got his honorary doctorate now. Yes, no, it's not honorary. He he, he went to school for it. He literally went. Uh, he, uh, wait a minute, he went. I, I know he's. A, I know he went to the LSU. Right, he, but wait a minute, he went back to, and he went to finish. He got he his doctorate now. Where did he get his doctorate from? That's interesting. He, I didn't know that. He got his master's and doctorate. He went to finish online everything. Wow. Yeah. And what he doctor only? Yeah, then he, okay. he's literally a doctor. So now I have a friend who was one of his tutors. Said he did none of his work. He said even he was. Wow. They said he was when he was in LSU. He was uh, dumb as a box of rocks, and they just pushed him on through because they knew he was going to be famous. And uh, another interesting story: why he ended up at LSU anyway. But um, yeah, they said uh, somebody else did all his work for uh, for college, and so he's a doctor. Because you ask him something, he probably can't spell his name. I mean, he's a great guy, <laughs> but I, I just don't think he. Again, on on behalf of the war, what's up with the war show? This show does not have anything bad to say right. about Shaquille O'Neal. All these things are now alleged right. until we have otherwise. Right. And hope, hopefully, Shaq will come on our show one day and we can clear all this up because I'm sure it's just a big misunderstanding. Shaq probably. Is I'm smart. sure it is. Yeah, he probably smart. I'm just you know how. Hey, anyway. Yeah. Yeah. So let, let, let's uh. Let's hope that other people will stop doing that and go to school because I, I, I don't know. I, I, I guess one, one last comment I got on that is I don't know if USC is that great of a school. A little Romeo masterpiece son got in there. I mean, I don't know how smart he is, but he got in there. But what, what, what is it you want to do with a USC degree? Hey, I got a USC degree. What's that going to do? What, man? Mm. That, what, mm. what? Well, you know, the part of it, if, if you're really in the know, it's, it's just SC, you know, Southern California. The folks who are in Orange County, in, in, that, in that southern part of the, of the state, they don't technically say USC. All of us who don't know about it call it USC. It's actually just SC. Oh, okay. Like, what do I Good to know. Good to know. What do I know? So you don't, you don't hip to our listeners there, or something? We, we are a plethora of knowledge here oh, on the bro. What's Up. Hey, you're right. Yeah. We got to keep dropping these jewels because I learn from the, on the show myself weekly, so I know what's, I appreciate that. But uh, mm-hmm. speaking of uh, going to school and being online, uh, I know this is diff- difficult for a lot of people because, I mean, going to school online was something that was frowned upon years ago. But now it's more mm-hmm. socially acceptable because people figure out, I don't have to be in a brick and mortar to learn. But here's a challenge right. for today's teachers. 
you got a lot of kids in high school now who just last year just wasn't even thought of sitting at home. They telling these kids you can't wear pajamas online, you can't wear a hat online, you can't have your do rag online. Mm-hmm. I mean, what you gonna mm-hmm. do? I just close my camera off. How you gonna tell somebody I, I'm sitting at home and they can't exactly you can't what, what is wearing a do rag got to do with my education? Absolutely nothing. Not and a- you know, here's the thing <laughs> your house. Yo, rules. Don't your parents say that all the time? It. That's what I'm saying. So how you gonna tell me? You should be glad the kids even exactly. going, cause uh, exactly. We have a uh, exactly. Yeah, we got an educator that's gonna be coming on the show soon from Detroit. Her name is Nikki. She's uh, been a teacher for like 15 years in Detroit. And, uh-huh. and I asked her about it. I said, Hey, how was it going to school? She said, Well, the kids don't necessarily have to log on every day. They they are responsible for getting their work turned in, but they don't necessarily have to show up. And she said a lot of them don't go. She said many times it's just her sitting there looking at a blank screen. Nobody shows up. Wow. So wow. So how's this working now? You know what I'm saying? What's what's really good? I can tell you personally from from my own experience with two high schoolers. The last two are getting through. Man, they they have their set days to be there on site. And they have their set days to actually do the virtual distance learning. And the teacher is taking hit roll call. And, you know, this is not where they can actually have the cameras off. They have to be on, present, and ready to go. It doesn't have a dress code on it, but they better be ready to go. And you know what? We know we hold we hold accountable to, hey, get your work done. This is this is not a playtime. You know, you go in, you get your, your, your assignments done, you turn them in, you make sure it's done correctly. You study for your tests and you get it done, whether you're virtual or whether you're, you know, you're there in person. You know, you got to do what you got to do. You got to handle your business. That's what we got to do. So tell me, how does so, it work? Are they going to school a couple of days a week and then staying home for a couple of days? Absolutely. So just locally, from our own personal experience here, I've got two kids that are one is a junior. Another one's a freshman and they have set days to go to school. Huh. Actually, here's here, here's here's the interesting thing. One of them is actually in a vocational related program yeah. and he is actually going to school actually every day of the week mm. that I think about because they have to go to offsite for the vocational part of the school to to the to the centralized group to do all this all the education for his program. Wow. Now the younger one, she's got two days of in school instruction, and that's actually on Tuesdays and Thursdays. Mm-hmm. And we, you know, we made arrangements to make sure that she gets to school because uh, not a big fan of riding the bus. And here's another thing to think about too: if if you recall years ago that the kids in this part of, of the city, they actually the parents had to pay to get the kids onto the school bus because they privatized. Yeah, I got caught up in that. And guess what? Now that was now was flipped. Because of COVID nineteen, they they are running those same buses, and they're those large school buses that typically hold about you know thirty to forty kids on them may have six kids on that bus now. <laughs> so, are you serious? <laughs> they running the bus with I, that few amount. That's wow. I, I kid you not. Now, there may be two or three kids getting on the bus going through the neighborhood that usually could be filled with kids. No, to do a seat from front to back. So it's like, okay. yeah, that's the reality that we're living in here locally. So here's what I don't understand. Just makes you think. Here's what I don't understand. The kids can be in school in crowded hallways because one guy tweeted out a picture from a school in Atlanta and they, they suspended him, then they changed their mind because all these kids are uh-huh. in a crowded hallway. So how do you do Well, it sounds. You can't do that. I don't know. I, I can't speak to what's going down in, in Atlanta, but I know that they're, they're going by. 
uh, alphabetized names locally at the school system where, where my kids are going. And, and not only that, they have assigned seats at lunch. Man, can you imagine going to school and having a signed seat at lunch? It's prison. That's what, that's what we did. Yeah. Prison. That's what it is. <laughs> so, so wait a minute. Yeah. How do you pass between classes if... I, I, okay, I used to teach school and I know, I'm thinking about all this stuff now. I'm like, how is that working? Literally, the ratios may be 1 to 10 now, if you think about it. And some of those classes, it's 1 to 5 with the teachers. Oh, okay. Yeah, and so they've got to break it out by by alphabet number or alphabet letter for each each class or each person going to school. So they say, okay, we have so many of these folks in this class, and you know, granted, you may have more in one group or another, but it's never more than twelve people in the class from what I've been hearing. Mm, never. That, that is so interesting, and and I think really it's, it's crazy because really what they try to do is separate you with a little piece of plastic, right? I guess they got the little trifold around you. And- I guess I, I, I don't know. I don't think I don't think they've gotten that far, but they've actually got them separated out far enough for they're they're six feet apart. That's for sure. And based on the numbers of going to the classes, you know, they if there's a larger group, they put them into a larger room, or they'll say, okay, we got to go ahead and have more folks do virtual learning. So, and the kids who aren't there, they're still signed in. So you got teachers doing in person and virtual learning all week long and so you can imagine the, the dynamics they're dealing with of having to give instruction to someone on who may be struggling and let's say this is their day that they're doing remote learning you know it's tougher to get that in-person instruction with them for when you get that technology distance between the two you know wow um, yeah it makes you think I don't know man I, I, I'm glad I'm not a teacher anymore I, I respect the teachers I think <laughs> You know, like they said, uh, we found out who the essential workers are now. I, don't, I wonder why the, the sports figures are still getting paid so much money if they're not essential, but that's neither here nor now. But <clears throat> I just think that it's harder for teachers to do their job now with this COVID thing than, than ever before. I, and it hit so fast, we didn't have time to think about it. Do you think the kids should have went back to school now, or do you think we should have waited? You know, at, at some point, I, I get that there's a need for for some teachers or some some parents to get their kids back to school just for the simple fact that they don't have any other way. And I hate to say it this way, of having their kids taken care of during the day because you know it's not daycare, but they're literally a ward of the state from eight to two. Mm-hmm. You know, the state's responsible for their safety states responsible for their instruction you know those types of things and so our tax dollars support that process and they get education from it as well but they go along with the responsibility hey you take the credit you take the blame you're responsible for the the education of the kids you're responsible for their safety as well so for us guess what you know some parents don't don't have the resources to have a daycare provider or private instruction or be able to do the homeschooling because they have to go out and make the cheddar to take care of the family so the kids can have something to eat. Right. Have a look over there. No? Yeah, that's true. I, I recall I when I was a youngster coming up back in the day, my parents put a, a key around my neck when I was in kindergarten. Mm-hmm. And uh, mm-hmm. my parents worked full time. I would walk home at 12 o'clock. And I mean, winter, spring, fall, I did the whole thing. I walked about maybe 10 blocks home. Never had a problem. My parents said, you go in the house, you close the door, you don't talk to nobody, you don't open nothing, you don't touch the stove, you eat this sandwich I got in the refrigerator for you here, you sit and you watch your cartoons, and, you, and that's what you do. But now, I think society is, is so 
you know, we can't do it yeah. sometimes because when I grew up, we didn't have to wear seat belts. So, you know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You're not that far far from age. I mean, you got me by a few minutes. Right. Okay, a lot of minutes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm just saying, all coming on too, you know, you listen to your sisters and you lose your toes, you change your clothes when you get home, you do your homework, right. you stay in the house. Of trouble. Yeah, you're right. And they did the phone. And when I when I call, you better pick up the phone. Right. Oh, yeah. Well, my, yeah. my parents wouldn't even call. And then and look, they never had a problem with me. I never did. I didn't even think yeah. about having company over. I didn't think about doing that. I just came. Oh man. Took me a little nap. You better not. You better not. Man. So, yeah. So different times. So different times. You know. Yeah. So. Yeah. You're absolutely right. So I, I like I said, I, I respect the the teachers and stuff, but I don't think they have a lot of say so in this right now because. I can't wait till we get the teacher on to talk to her about it. But uh, a lot of mm-hmm. the powers that be are saying things like, well, even if somebody tests positive in your class, you still got to go. You know, a lot of teachers were actually <laughs> writing out their wills and stuff, man. But I don't want to spoil that. You know, that, that's an upcoming show. We'll, we'll get to that. But, uh, Absolutely, man. I'm looking forward to having talking to the educator. That's going to be awesome. Yeah. <clears throat> I wanted to talk about, well, we've got a few more minutes before we wrap this up. A couple more things I wanted to get in with you right quick. And, talk to you about mm-hmm. an interesting topic was uh, how to survive being terminated you know when you, you get fired from a job especially with this COVID going on um, I, think, mm-hmm. I think we've both been let go from a job I think everybody's probably been turned from a job before mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. I was wondering how did you feel when, when you experienced yours and I'll tell you how I felt when I, when I went through it you know, I, I can recall the, the instance where, where that did happen, where I didn't have a choice. And I was told, hey, this is the situation. This is where we are. And we have to move forward from there. Um, and, you know, in all those instances, I was like, but you know what? My, my pride got in the way a couple of times. Like, hey, you going you gonna to let me go? And you going to hold on to this Yahoo over here? Right. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Well, you, you know what? Not only am I taking, not only am I leaving, I'm taking my knowledge, my skills, my and my abilities with me. So your the skill set for your organization. I'm not saying I know everything, but I know enough to to where you're gonna say, man, who took care of this? And man, who took care of that? And you know what? I got over the initial shock. You know what? It's like okay, remember being a kid and your friends made you mad. Well, guess what? I brought the I brought the ball to the game. It's my ball. <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> my ball. I'm going home. Yeah. So. Yeah. And I, I've always I, I recall just my own personal thing. Here's the thing. Back in the day, I used to personalize my desk with pictures and all kind of little things. They say, oh yeah, this is Sam's desk. He got man. There is nothing in that office that is truly yours, other than right. the things that you brought in and all that stuff. Again. I, I made a promise to myself after being laid off from a company being there 17 years, 17, man. Dang. And you know how it is to have 17 years of stuff to have to lug out? That's man. a lot of work, man. man. I'm talking books and personal effects. Man, I, I keep my stuff so spartan now. I got me one can of soup <laughs> and a disposable <laughs> I keep at my desk. And I say, hmm, if I have to make a move quickly, what do I need today to leave? Right. So if I'm asked to leave, if I choose to leave, guess what? Deuce. I, I got two things. Yeah. I, my soup and I got my bowl. That's it. Right. Soup and Everything bowl. Up, we'll travel. That's, that is it. So I've, I've, I've learned that lesson the hard way. 
And so that's how that's how I stay in survivor mode. Mm-hmm. Have few items at my desk and always, 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 here's a tip. Always have a resume ready. Right. Always Ooh, keep good point. Good point. Always yeah. have your stuff ready. I got some tips here we'll go over. <laughs> I'm sorry. They are not loyal. Right. Guess what? You gotta do what you gotta do. Stay profitable. You gotta do what you gotta do. Insert yourself as well too. That's just keeping it real. So that's just me. Yeah. Well, what happened with me? I worked at this place and where I was uh, working with ex-offenders. I was being like their counselor. Mm-hmm. I was like a, a drug uh, uh, person. I helped them get off drugs, get uh, linked up with places or that. I helped them uh, write their resumes, give them job readiness skills. I was doing all that stuff. I did it for a couple of years. I really enjoyed it. I didn't make a lot of money doing it. I didn't really care. I just wanted to do it. I was, I was, I had a pretty good uh, situation at times, so but I didn't care about money. I just really wanted to do something I really liked. So, come to find out, they offered me a, a, a pro demotion. I called it. They said, "Hey, we got a the uh, the job okay. the, the job developer quit, and we want you to do the job developer in addition to your other roles." I said, "Well, being a job developer for ex offenders is not an easy job because a lot of people don't like to hire ex offenders, especially a child molester or somebody who's murdered somebody." It's kind of. I said, "I think mm-hmm. I said I, I probably can do that, but how much more money y'all gonna give me to do?" these three jobs and they said oh, well, here it comes yeah they said well we're not for profit we don't have a lot of money i said i understand but you had three people doing each of these jobs y'all telling me to do and they said well just change mm-hmm. your name in interim for now i said no i'm not gonna change my name in interim until i know we get some more money other than that i want to stay doing this job here so they said you really don't have mm-hmm. a choice because we need you to do that i said well i already have a job why do i want to take a promotion that i don't want so that next friday next thing i know i'm going to the printer Here's a, a sheet printed off talking about the funding for my position had ended that day. So I'm reading it like, what, what is this? <laughs> so, the, so the other lady comes out of the office. She's like, oh, I'm sorry. That's for me. Don't worry about that. I said, oh, okay. I gave it back to her. I went in my office. I started packing my stuff up immediately. I wasn't tripping. They said, can we see you in the office? I said, yeah, okay. What's going on? They said, we got to let you go because funding ran out for your position. I said, oh, it ran out of my position? I said, no problem. I said, I already cleaned up my office right now. I can pack my stuff up behind five minutes. It's like, oh, okay. They were surprised that I wasn't surprised. I said, cool. I just went on home, left my business. Because to me, the comeback is better than a setback. Because if you didn't want mm-hmm. me to be there, I didn't need to be there. And when I left, they hired, exactly. they hired three people to do the job. Three separate people to do the job they wanted me to do. So I was like, okay. Uh-huh. And I ended up working uh-huh. at another place. So I had to partner with this place that fired me. And they came back to me. We sorry about what happened. You know, do you want to? No, I don't want to come back. I'm good. You, you know, oh, man. <laughs> no, 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 no. Yeah, y'all like you know when down I'm supposed to go. You know that saying is sometimes you have to move over to move upward. Right, man. They came back at you sideways, and you're like, no, nah, I moved over here now. Right. So I'm good. Now let me let me stay out out of your way, so you stay out of mine. So uh, that's cool. Yeah. So yeah. So. Those are the tips, you know, keep your stuff ready. Yep. Keep it very sparse and don't settle. Yeah. Don't settle for for what you don't settle for what your worth is. Yeah. You know, it is what it is. Yeah. So keep you, you gotta protect yourself. These companies are not loyal. That's all I'm saying. I've learned that I, I like you, I keep my desk to this day light. 
if somebody told me I'm fired, mm-hmm. I can I don't even need nothing. All I gotta do is pick up my book bag and I'm out. Like one day my mom <laughs> tapped me on the shoulder. I said, What am I fired? What? Oh, oh, you okay, yeah, I'll be ready to go. Let me know. I'm good. I uh-huh. Good. It's like, hang on just one sec. Let me get my can of soup yeah. and let me get my bowl. I don't even want it. And I'm good. Keep all that. I don't want nothing. I just want to get my book bag and <laughs> No nah, man, I'm taking my stuff with me. I'm taking my ball. I'm going on, man. man. I'm taking my knowledge. I'm taking my ball and I'm taking my soup. Yeah. Nope. You ain't getting my soup. <laughs> I, I just, I just, I, I learned that uh, there's a couple things you can do. You, you definitely want to leave your job on good terms. And yep, imme- absolutely. Immediately file for unemployment benefits. Okay, and mm-hmm. then you want to take time for reflection and self care. You know, get yourself together because you know if you gave your heart and soul to somebody, you, it's gonna take you. Man, you might be down depressed. Give yourself that time to be to be depressed for a day or two. But but hey, get back out there. Update your resume. That's right. Get that resume tight and go to a professional, whatever you do. Mm-hmm. Make sure you're honest about it. Then you start looking for new jobs, improve your hard and soft skills, and then learn how to mm. interview. Because now a lot of interviews are done over the computer. Yes. Learn how to do that. Yes. And, and the last thing, exactly. last thing I learned, make sure you're able to talk about why you were terminated. Be honest. Tell them, hey, mm-hmm. I was terminated because this, that, and whatever. And since then, I've learned to do this as a priority and make sure I get this done, this done, this done. If I have more time, I go to the boss and I ask for extra work and do this and then I've learned. Mm-hmm. Let them know because people, everybody likes somebody who, who's an underdog. They got root for you. That's right. So That's yeah. right. So yeah. So those are things I learned because getting fired is mm-hmm. a reality but sometimes somebody, a whole new crew can come in they don't like you. Well, we want our people. It's, it's just the Exactly, and on top of that, especially in this in this era of COVID, man, you just don't know what what's in the minds of individuals who are behind the scenes, who are pulling the levers, right, and the strings on these individuals to make these final decisions as who's got to stay, who's got who, who do we need to stay, <laughs> or who do we want to go, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, you gonna put yourself in one of those buckets. Yeah. So go ahead, and keep yourself ready, keep yourself light, yep, and then yeah. keep your skills. Point. Keep them sharp. Yes, sir. That's good points, man. Yeah, because because mm-hmm. I found out this too. You really have to, and uh, I, I don't always do this, but you really should do your job so well that they they need to promote you before they get rid of you. You got to come in and just be mm-hmm. the best. Even if you hate your job, do the best you can at mm-hmm. that job. I mean, if you got to come, and that's if, right. If you want to impress your boss, don't stay late doing work. Come in early. Come in early. Mm-hmm. You get there, the boss. Oh, dang! You up in here already? Because you stay late. It's like, oh, you could get your work done. You come early. This sucker. He was eager. So, uh huh. Oh, you. Oh, you already made coffee and everything. You already worked. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. I'll get you here. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm coming for you, sir or ma'am. Yeah. You watch yourself. Yes. You know, yes, sir. Because, <laughs> like I said, it's like uh-huh. you said, these jobs I'm on, and I actually like doing what I do uh, with the insurance game. I like it. But, you know, it's got some mm-hmm. problems like any other thing. And I'm never, I don't let myself get so comfortable. I think, oh, yeah, I got this straight. I, if I wanted to go out and buy a new car, I'd be hesitant. I'd be like, I don't know. I don't know. This, mm-hmm. this, this bucket's still rolling. I don't, I don't want to, I don't want nobody to have that kind of control on me where I have to stay here and put up with anything you've given me because I got to exactly. make that car. I, I don't want to do that no more. So I, I've learned. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So, um, yeah, with that being, and, and what else did I want to touch on you with that? Uh, oh, oh, the last thing I wanted to ask you was, is, is two options. I'll let you figure out which one you want to, we want to discuss before we wrap it up. You want to talk about things okay. people wasted money on or reparations? Uh, you know, we, we 
we've done reparations for a minute. Let's let's talk about the things that people wasting money on for a second. Let's 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 do the quick go no go on that. All right. One thing that I find that uh, people waste their money on, <clears throat> I got ten here. Number one is people, okay. People act like they got to buy brand name everything. I mean, mm-hmm. do do you have to have uh, Levi jeans or can you wear the Wolfman jeans? Do you have to have name brand? Hey, you you know what? If they're looking at the name brand that closely, they're watching me a little too closely for my liking. Right, back so off me. Either they like what they see, which is okay, or maybe they don't like what they say, which is, you know, okay. But yeah. at the end of the day, you're watching me a little bit too closely. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Well, well what about food? Do you have to have a name brand uh, green beans? Or- oh, man. Okay, okay. Here, here's the thing. What it was... I got to go from two perspectives just real quick. So when I was a kid and it wasn't my money, <laughs> I had to be Come on, man. You can't be having no, no, no flaky O's. Right. I need frosted. Right. You got to get, you know, get the real one. You got to have Jiffy butter, you know? Yeah. It, it, but now, it, you know, now that I have people on my payroll at home, right. uh, you know, we we can get by with O's. the store. Right. Yeah. Yeah, let, let's let's we don't need cheeses. We can do cheese nips, right? You know, yeah. <laughs> or, or, or imitation cheese nips. But uh... yeah, exactly, exactly. Yeah, and I have no problem going to the other stores that have options these... where you can say, "Hmm, that's all, all, exactly Gen- Dollar General, uh, Big Value." Uh, that's another one out there too. I don't yeah, 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 yeah yes. Good. Yep. So we'll have to big box store, you know. Yeah. And you know, I don't mind paying for, for, for value. Right. But I'm not gonna break my my back over something that's just as good as as a name brand. Right. So yeah, because your stomach don't know if this is uh jiffy or this is, you know, cornbread. It don't know. So as long as I'm full, uh, I'm good. But here's the thing, but you know, as it gets down to the lower GI, oh, you may know a difference. <laughs> right? Yeah, you yeah, you probably find out. That's <laughs> you true. may. That's true. You may know a difference. I don't feel so good. Oh, man. What you eat? <laughs> Some government cheese sandwiches. But you know what? That's all right though. You eat. That's all right. Your, your body can react to it because you know, you know, you know, in the other countries, them people can they can drink uh-huh. that water and stuff over there. To get like the water. Oh yeah, they cool, so you can adapt to it. Your stomach hurt for a couple of years, oh, yeah. but that third magical year, hey. you golden. You go. Hey, that that Montezuma's revenge is, is no no joke, <laughs> folks who don't know. <laughs> yeah. Hey. Well, you say don't drink the water, but you sit there chopping on the ice. Right. Like, so, uh... yeah. <laughs> um, uh, another thing people do is when you go to the gas station, people be buying stuff uh-huh. up in that joint, man. You when you work your gas. Uh, that that it, you spend twenty five thirty dollars up in there like you, you especially if you travel and you go in there that stuff hide in the mug man you can, hey I, I I you know what I get at the gas station gas gas right gas <laughs> and you but you know what if, if you buy that hot dog and then spin it around on that thing for three hours with the dead fly roasting on it you gonna get gas there too mm. so. Get the right kind of mm. gas. Let's make sure we get the. Right oh, you you know that that's that's a high octane gas right. you were talking about. Yeah, man. and uh, man, you be sitting there at, at a at a stoplight thinking, oh, this is a long light. Yeah. You shouldn't have to be worried. It's a long light or not, man. Uh, that's why people save your money. Those... Home, yes, <laughs> you gotta have tinted windows. You get the gas because you can't nobody see that. You see you right the boop. Did you just jump up with that? Nothing. You ain't see nothing. 
<laughs> I don't know why he jumped up like that. I was holding it in. You open the sunroof. <laughs> and, uh, uh, next thing people do, man, is they overpay for cable. When before I found the cable mm-hmm. service, I, I pay twenty five dollars a month now for my cable, and I have every channel you can think of. And before I was, that's right, and that, I was paying two hundred dollars a ahead. month for cable before I got this two hundred dollars a month for cable for reruns. Come on, man. There you go. Yeah, there you go. It's not worth it, man. You get everything, so you know. And I, I've, I've, I've done that, uh, that testing on it as well too. And uh, yeah, so now that uh, I've got, I've found ways to do without certain things that aren't necessities in this COVID era. Mm-hmm. But believe I am a co-signer on that same process as well, saving money when you need to, man. Absolutely. Yeah, because I'm like. And, and then you need to do something with your money too besides the save. You got to try to invest it or do something to let that money grow because if you just saving it, that's what I think our parents' generation did that year. We just going to save this money and we got to keep it. But yeah, you got to invest it. You got to do something with it. You got you to try to grow your money. Don't just sit on it. Do something with it and make it happen. You know what happens when you save too much money, right? What's that? That coin shortage. Ain't no, ain't no coins being made, man. <laughs> yeah. Everybody got... Cases, cases of quarters and nickels right, and dimes. Right, yeah, that's true. But that- <laughs> I'm gonna save this for a rainy day, man. It's been raining for for weeks, for months now from COVID. <laughs> I know, right? It's crazy. Um, Everyone got those big milk jugs and water jugs full of quarters. Yeah. Come on now. Well, yeah, because we ain't going to the mall, putting them in that little uh, gumball machine that's stale gum. You gotta, you gotta do some stuff with it. Uh, another thing people do is uh, when they buy these apps. I only get free apps on my phone, but I know my kids, they'll go to iTunes and pay a dollar for this song, a dollar for that song, buy all these mm-hmm. games and stuff. I'm not doing it. I'm not wasting my money on that, man. I'm not doing it. If it ain't free, nah. I don't need it. I don't need it. That's right. Because <laughs> you don't need to. I'm, I am not paying to listen to something that you made. Nah, right. I'm good. And then they'll do a, a real quick thing. You get an app. If you hit the button, it is mess around and say, okay, you just paid $49.95 for the whole year. And it's like, whoa, 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 whoa. What was that? Mm-hmm. You gotta be careful with the apps, man. And uh, something else we, we we do is uh, if you don't keep your tires properly inflated, you can get too much water. Uh-huh. You can uh, decrease your car's gas mileage just because you don't do your tires right, man. I mean, that's right. I mean, how long do it that's take right. to check it? I know sometimes women don't really be responsible like that on cars. I mean, they oh. speed through the uh, car. On, 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 let me put this on on behalf of the <laughs> what's up. The- Podcast. We right. do know that there are women out there that are very mechanically inclined and do pay attention to the indicator panel on their instruments for their vehicles. Right. Now back to your really standard park and, podcast. And a smaller note, <laughs> they don't go through the uh, parking lot and go over the speed bump uh, where your car is supposed to stop. They don't run over that. They don't hit every pothole. They don't do all that stuff. I'm just saying. But if they did, <laughs> um, and I think uh, I think I'll. Last thing I want to talk about, I think we waste our money on, is um, when we buy clothes. I think you mm-hmm. probably could be more effective if you did go to like a, a secondhand store sometimes and see what they get, or eBay, or uh, you know, one of those sites. And just I mean, because you don't have to buy everything used, but when you work clothes, go out of style so quick now, and and different things. You, you, exactly. You can exactly. Yeah. You can look nice going well, to Goodwill, get you a nice little fit. And here, and again, we're not saying that you must go to Goodwill. You may go to any resale right. shop of your choice. Yeah, Man, I'm killing it. Industries 
of Indiana or the parent company Goodwill of America. Right. Okay. So said, I think I think to your point is you want to have clothes that are basically timeless. You know, not not to extremes. Right. And I would say this is that personally, I, I think resale shops are a great thing. But if you're trying to go to a resale shop and trying to make money off of your personal items, that is not their goal to make you rich. They will are in business for themselves. So there are some of the places out there, <coughs> Plato's Closet, that robbed my daughter of oh my her bucks that we pay good money on. They only gave her a quarter of the value of them. Right, and then turn ourselves but, a double. I mean, it's a business. It, it, exactly. It's money. I, like I, it. I, I digress. Yeah, <laughs> they, they got me before, but I ain't going to talk about them. I, I'm doing mm-hmm. about how they, they, they It's a business. I'm going to leave it at that. It is a business, and you know what? That's a great business model for them. Mm-hmm. So with that being said, find a way to keep your wardrobe timeless. And by the way, here's one thing I don't buy buy used or off of, off of eBay because I prefer to do is shoes. I'm, I'm not putting, yeah, man, I'm not putting my feet in somebody else's shoes. I'm sorry. I, I, that's do, it. Tough. I do that all the time. Oh. I, bought, I bought two pairs oh. of bands off uh, eBay the other day. I love them. I got, oh. I got their shoes. I washed them. Oh, I like them. I washed them. They look real good too, man. I got compliments on them things. I was like, wow. Oh, I feel Lord, like I can't do it, man. Oh man, I can't. No, I don't have a problem with that. I can't, man. man. It's just uh, I, I wash I mean, my feet, wash the shoes. I, 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 guess, boy, I guess the thing is, can you can you really get them professionally cleaned at some point? Get everything done. I mean, yeah. there's no cobblers, and I'm gonna know who can actually. Really take a nice pair of dress shoes and wingtips, and wingtips are time timeless too. I yes. know, I know that you can get those shoes resold and everything like that, but I don't know any real repair shops that do that type of work anymore in this area. Oh know? yeah, so. they do it at the Greenwood Mall out in Indianapolis. Greenwood Mall is a place called Khakis. <laughs> Khakis will do it. But look, when you go bowling, don't you wear the bowler shoes? Everybody wear them. I, I, hey man, here, here's the thing, man. I see them spray them jerkers down, and oh. I know I'm not taking them with me, and I'm washing my feet when I get on anyway. Okay, so then they're same not mine. Difference. I'm not taking same bowler same shoes difference. on though. But you, but you, I'm but you will wear them. We just won't wear them all the time. You just wear them for an hour or two. Bro, I'm not. T- it's an hour. I'm not, I'm not. I don't have a. Wow. I don't have a commitment to bowling shoes, man. Wow. It's an hour. Okay. <laughs> well, you know what? I don't. Oh, oh, on that note, <laughs> I'm not committed to bowling shoes, bro. <laughs> on that note, man, we we gonna go and wrap it up, but we got something we want to discuss next week. I think uh, you had a great idea about the uh, Mount Rushmore. Well, well, tell me about what you what you want to talk about on oh, Mount Rushmore next week. Well, you know, Mount Rushmore is is a unique monument here in the U.S. that we all know about, and those four iconic presidents that have made pivotal movements in the in the U.S. Let's talk about this idea. What, who, if we had a Mount Rushmore of of music or of sports, you know, who would you put on the Mount Rushmore of sports? I mean, there's there are some names that transcend not just their sport, but just you know, culture in general. You know, so. For those who are out there listening, think about those individuals that have made huge strides in not only their sport, but also think about you know, what they've done in culture or in the economy or beyond their, their rebel sports as well, too. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you apply the same thing to music or other industries, you know, the Mount Rushmore of manufacturing, Mount Rushmore of of, of, of cooking. Right. You know, who, yeah. who are the best cooks? Ooh, All these different things. Good. Talk about that. Yeah, gonna, oh yeah, it's yeah. Yes. Okay, I think the first one we should do is uh, the Mount Rushmore of sports. 
Okay, I'm I'm good. Let's do that. Let's do that. Okay, we're gonna do that uh, starting next week. We're gonna, every week we're gonna have a Mount Rushmore, so we're gonna do that. Okay. All right. So uh, we got some interesting things coming up on some uh, future podcasts. So make sure you guys uh, hit that subscribe like button. Tell your friends about us too, and look forward to some one on ones, some more interesting guests coming up, and uh, of course the topics that we touch on all the time. So with that being said, we're at that point of the show. We got to say goodbye. I thank my. My co-host, the smartest man on his block in his neighborhood, Trey. Thanks, sir. Yes, sir. And uh, to the people out there listening, I want to just say this. uh, The secret of your success is determined by your daily agenda. It all comes down to what you do today to prepare for tomorrow. So to that, we do our bid farewell and adieu. Ward is out. Peace is out. Thank you.